Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hot Feed. My name is Raheem Cox. I'm a professional writer slash podcaster. You can find my books and podcasts via my website, www.rootforcepublications.com. As part of this bi-weekly episode of Hot Feed, I will be discussing topics such as the role of jurors, foreign state-owned media, what Gen Z girls want, and more. Not to keep you waiting, let's jump straight into it. In many cases, a trial by jury is a benefit. In some, in my opinion, and others, jurors don't yield the role of presiding over certain cases. The American judicial courts are currently being argued that their role in cases, such as if patents should be in the hands of their power. Currently, some of America's biggest companies are contested this are contesting this topic stating that they are not sophisticated enough of thinkers to govern dictation over patents i agree it's important not to let american legislature or dictation just court each and every one of your problems Too often citizens are bombarded by American power over them. Little things citizens disagree with, political-wise, have ran concurrent for decades. America teaches you and personifies their power as if each and every one of the debatable topics of concern are better dealt with professional handling. As a well-rounded person, I realize I realize American laws should be somewhat fluent even for those in low-income neighborhoods. Many of the founding fathers enshrined this right in Constitution. In civil cases, the Seventh Amendment explicitly protects citizens' right to a trial by jury in civil cases. James Madison states this saying that trial by jury is essential to secure the liberty of the people, just as any one of the the pre-existent rights of nature. Any one of the pre-existent rights of nature. That's it for this segment. Next up is foreign state-owned media. Let's get to it. Foreign state-owned media is currently, like always, being scrutinized as not applicable to state law. Supposedly, media in joint sponsored from U.S. grounds has been not acceptable to U.S. terms. There has been large history of Russia and China spying on Americans, whose journalists credentialed by the House and Senate media galleries. It's weird. America, formed off of the desire for world dominance and a quest to exploit, exploit sometimes, just can't get things straight. The United States has a history of freedom of press. I do admit, those who would like to express matters of concern are free to do so. So that's beneficial. The democracy alone, we reside under grants a lot, which other countries don't have.
I'm proud to be an American. I use my skills and level of awareness to assist on such matters. Foreign state-owned media must follow U.S. law. I use my level of open-mindedness to assist for all, knowing the field of writing is similar to the freedom of press, which is it should be attainable to all. My advice to American foreign policy, you chose as a nation in early development to conquer world markets. You can't expect for foreign nations to hold their tongue when documenting concerns. The spy balloon recently launched over US over the US was one of many examples of Chinese government espionage. Meanwhile, more than two dozen credentials were issued in the 118th Congress 108 to the 118th Congress to media outlets registered under FARA as Chinese agents. That's it for this segment. Next up is what Gen Z girls want. Let's get to it. There's said to still be a gender gap in America. Gen Z and millennials are determined, though, to learn more about money early on in life and fix gender inequality in the workplace. Caught up on many on my own behalf, gender on my own behalf, gender inequality I have touched, I have, I haven't touched too heavily on. From the outside looking in, equality male and female in the workplace is fairly equal. I have had the time to study employment among genders. After study, I found females were taking up way more positions of employment here in America. Still, said by females, inequality present to male workers are prevalent. As part of Women's History Month, Financial planning company Fidelity surveyed more than 3,700 adults about the state of women's finances and who they turn to for support. Here are the survey results. Teen girls want more financial education. 81% of teen girls seek more hands-on ways to learn about investing and personal finance. 8 in 10 teen girls say they would approve of schools with more resources on topics like personal finance and investing. Most want their mothers as financial role models. Some 70% some 70 say. The study also indicated women want to help other women. 69% confirmed this stating they'll reach out to help other women to help them in areas they, they never receive. The survey also found help can take various forms and that women want to end the gender wage gap. That's it for this segment. Next up is bank accounts with better yield. Let's get to it.
Over the past years, interest rates have risen. This has improved the outlook for savers. Where you chose to protect your money matters, though. An APY, which is the annual percentage yield, can pay off depending on how you shop. Switching from a 0.01% to one with 3.5% can increase your earnings, your earnings balance by up to 3.6% in a year and 41.7% in 10 years. According to deposit accounts, a bank account comparison site. And switching is pretty simple. The setup process can be completed online in minutes. Online, online banks are said to produce the best saving yields. American Express, Barclays, Capital One, Synchrony, all offer saving accounts with API. APYs, upward of 3.3% and no minimum balance requirement. That's it for this segment. Next up is Gen Z Tech Skills Guide. Let's get to it. Most Gen Z, Gen Z respondents to a recent study by Dell argued their education did not prepare them with technology skills they would need for their job. 37% of Gen Z respondents stated this. Meanwhile, 40, 44% said they only learned basic computing schools skills. How do we resolve this? Credit-based professionals of America offer their reasons, while students in 2023 still are still are unsatisfied. You would think living under the first generation to grow up in, in fully adept technological additions like computers and phones, things would be the opposite. Someone is portraying our justice because this is too blatant of a scandal. The same availabilities academic-wise have been present since the 50s. When spoken to Dell's senior director of education strategy, he argued there are two gaps surrounding this issue. The first gap with our schools Classes are still comfort compartmentalized by subject instead of building on each other. To add to that, with my personal understanding of public schooling, there is still a heavy level of manipulative coursing in school curriculums. Well, I'm not here to be to be Superman or anything or a fictional hero trying to fix an agenda, which should have been, which should have been fixed decades ago. My level of education, of education tells me the people of America have to be somewhat inter-involved inter, inter with this injustice. He also stated the second issue is 
schools are currently grappling with how to shift from an assessment model to a performance-based system and how to teach digital literacy. That's it for this segment. Next up is residency. Next up is residency match. Let's get to it. In the middle of March every year, tens of thousands of graduating American medical students find out what they will be going, where they will be going for their residency. Taking taken away from families, friends, and partners turn match day. Falling on around March 17 this year, this matching has been evident here in America for more than 70 years. A unique and enduring aspect of medical training, which pairs four-year students with a residency program at a hospital. For the purpose of completing three to seven years of grueling postgraduate training, supervised by attending physicians. Soon after applying to an interviewing at prospective residency programs, medical students then submit a list in order of preference where they hope to attend. The majority of these residency applicants are in their 20s to 30s. And in the medical community, it can be complicated. A form where applicants work up to an official limit of 80 hours a week or more off the books. Spending money, spending many weekends and holidays in the hospital, in the hospital. Medical students, just as important to the American economy as teachers, should be assisted well. Yes, this process can be complicated, but it's all for a purpose. Americans should be approved medical students are willing to go out of their way to be trained properly. Well, well. Professional occupants in general, earning proper credence is also an overall process in general. That's it for this segment. Next up is minority and woman-owned businesses losing out. Let's get to it. Even with years of monitoring and reforms for the assistance minority and women-owned businesses, the process by which these groups of people receive assistance has been a failure. City contra- contracts often evade the vert- recital st- stated by hand- handed-down legislature to help these groups. What are usually mom-and-pop operations just last year New York distributed $44.5 billion in municipal contracts and purchase orders. Meanwhile, only 5.2% was made beneficiary 
to the bank accounts of city MWBEs, minority and women-owned business enterprises. The numbering discussed me. As an informer on political affairs, I have noticed how American America not only takes away from those seeking fulfillment here from foreign nations, the homeless, and the less unfortunate. It's important to understand the nature of American dictation. Americans seize too many grants of liberty supposedly given to them. Business owners trying to abide by normal American doctrine are given unsatisfaction with happiness, along with groups not even abiding by law. All the grants supposedly given by our country mean little as evident to not only 5.2% of NWBEs receiving fair standards. A report also conducted less than 2% went to black-owned companies in 2022 in the city of New York. Sad. An upfront unjust. We seize too much as American, as Americans to feed, house, and take care of basic needs. In the age of self-productivity, where the people no longer stick by each other, we're like puppets on for, for national and international capitalists. <laughs> That's it for this segment. Next up is three-year mark since first New York City COVID case. Let's get to it. I can still remember when COVID-19 was a speculation. I was serving time in Elmira State Correctional Facility and overhearing talk on TV about a virus originated in China. At first, I wasn't caught up about it. Months went by, I still didn't take it serious. At the time, I was just pre preparing for my release and under a lot of prison stress. Talk was being relayed around the prison about it and posters was on walls. It didn't settle in until I heard the virus entered America and was infecting a large portion of citizens. New York City, a place where I grew up in and reside now, marks the third year since the first patient died. 45,000 have fell victim in New York City three years following. Elmira State Correctional Facility, a place where I began my writing career. I even had the chance to document my first booklet from critical um from critical standpoint critical standpoint, which you can find on my website www.rootforcepublications.com and on Amazon. Critical standpoint narrates Corona from the time it entered America up until the time of the release for states abroad. Mayor Adams on Tuesday, March 14th, 
marked the third anniversary of, of New York City's first confirmed death from Corona. Since March 20th, in New York City, there has been 3.2 million cases, 211,000 hospitalizations, and 45,000 deaths from Corona. That's it for this segment. Next up is Facebook and Instagram employees laid off. Let's get to it. Facebook co-partnered by Instagram, both playing another layoff in the thousands. An estimated 10,000 employees in the coming months. Several months back, they had similar layoffs, which left workers to these media outlets jobless. I hear too much on issues like these, where employees in need of jobs are terminated. The economy is already in enough devastation. On top of these terminations, Facebook expects to close an additional 5,000 open positions that hadn't been filled. Zuckerberg stated, this will be tough, and unfortunately, there's no way around it. Zuckerberg plans are all part of future moves for the company. In November, Facebook laid over 11,000 already. Zuckerberg, chairman of Meta, also has a net worth of $67.9 billion, making him the 15th richest person in the world, according to Forbes. I'm sure these terminations were, were needed for the company in some way. Facebook owner Zuckerberg proved his skills as a businessman, giving a fair deal for users. The original terminations said by Facebook owner was that he overinvested in the company, that COVID-19 by him predicted fortune, fortune that wasn't filled. Zuckerberg, born in Whitechester County co-founded his technology company as the Facebook Inc. in 2004. That's it for this segment. Next up is Insight on my next booklet, The Last Question. Let's get to it. Currently, I have two booklets, which you can find via Amazon.com. My third topic, which will be published in two months, is a definitive one of a is a definitive one of a kind booklet. The last question is the title is the title. It documents 25 answers to your most deeply thoughted questions. The field of writing is unique. Writing is unique in general. Now that I have two booklets. I've been looking for a way to relay my deep thinking into an overall summary. A lot of readers are attracted to writers who can narrate more than one genre, 
If you if you're a writer and able to do this, all the better. Most writers documented some topics. The last question will be just another classic edition by me, the author Raheem Cox, which is highly resourceful for all readers. What I did was I found 25 vital questions, deep thoughted vital questions that all Americans, any age, can take in and bettering their understanding level much greater. The last question is all about embettering your understanding. Through understanding, many things are possible. It will be ten dollars. It will be the last question. I have not figured out the price. I've not figured out the price. In about in about um uh, a uh, twenty to thirty page booklet. Why I said last because most Americans seek for writers on reading material. With this style, I know what my readers want. They want an experienced writer with cutting edge penmanship. I'm sure it will be probably my biggest hit. These 25 questions, which were hand picked, should open your level of awareness on a much larger scale. Scale. It will be intriguing and new. That's the final segment of Hot Feed. I hope you gain much on political awareness. Tune in in two weeks for the next episode. Feel free to stop by my website if you feel Hot Feed was beneficial and donate to the future cause of my book and podcast collections. Once again, my website is www.rootforcepublications. Thank you.